0: In December of 2013, the Islamic State Armed Group, or IS, took control of Fallujah and Ramadi in Iraq. By January 2014, IS had claimed Raqqa in Syria as its capital, and by June, IS had entered the second largest city in Iraq, Mosul. The inside world of life under IS remained cut off to outsiders, except through the risky efforts of an anonymous blogger called Mosul Eye. For nearly two years, Mosul Eye gave its followers a window into this life under IS, until finally, fearing for his own life, he left Mosul. It was only months later that Mosul Eye's identity was revealed, and he joins me now, Omar Mohammed. Thank you for being here, Omar. Thank you. I want to just start a little bit at the beginning you were born during the iran iraq war in 86 you were there during the us invasion in 2003 you've known mosul through a lot of its unstable times and so leading up to the arrival of is what was life like for you
1: things have changed after 2003 i mean before 2003 the city was almost peaceful but after 2003 and that would be more accurate here to say after 2004, when the uh, jihadists and the terrorists become more active in the city. Hundreds of jihadist groups become active and they're becoming attacking the U.S. Army and the Iraqi police, uh, the bombings, the bomb cars, suicide bombers, etc. Things have changed in the city. The city became more like a huge prison, where the people are present in this city they have no options to do you can see dead body in the street every day like i mean that's why we weren't surprised when ISIS arrived when ISIS occupied the city in 2014 what surprised us wasn't the arrival of ISIS but how the level of the mortality have increased
0: Maybe you can paint a bit of that picture for us. After they've arrived and you said that they decided to show their true colors, yeah. what type of changes or what type of things are you starting to notice Is just yourself as a citizen of the city?
1: Mm. In the beginning, they didn't do anything like blocking the smoking or imposing the Islamic uniform or the other rules. They didn't ask pe- the people to do this. In the beginning, I'm, I'm talking about the first two or three weeks because also they were fighting in other cities when they where they moved to the south to Tikri to they were using this kind of kind like oh Baghdad we are coming so they didn't focus on the city they didn't ask the people to do anything they were just leaving the city like that the bottom everything changed in, 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 in two days
0: so what kind of things? Uh... They,
1: issued, they issued the orders, a list of, if you do this, this will happen to you. Uh, and they started to publicly execute people, behave people in the street, arresting more people, imposing more rules and taking Mosul back to the Middle Ages. Like if you don't go to the mosque during the prayer, you will be lashed. In the street we began to see women being stoned in the street for uh, as they say committing adultery okay people were thrown down from high buildings from the lgbt community i mean this is like i don't know if, if this already happened in the middle ages this way but we are we are not in the middle ages
0: and were people expected to, to witness these? Many things?
1: people were forced to. Well, ISIS had a tactic, especially when they are recording videos. If there is no record, they don't force anyone to watch. But if they are recording a video and recording the execution, they force the people to watch so they will have an audience in the street with the three cameramen recording. They were enjoying the killing. They were enjoying the executions. Sometimes they repeat the scenes. He said, you know, this is not a good angle to record.
0: So given all these constraints, at what point did you decide, I need to share this, and I need to share this in the most public way possible and through your blog, Mosulai?
1: It was a responsibility, an obligation to to the future of the city and to to my city, I mean, I'm defending my city where about 60,000 soldiers have left the city and they let us alone with ISIS. So someone should take an action, someone should do something. And I hate ISIS so much. I didn't want to see, I mean, I didn't study and read and spend all these years in the university to find the ISIS in my city. This is not the result I was waiting for. I was waiting for more bright future, not this. So ISIS have stolen everything from me and from my people. But it was a huge responsibility, actually. Ethically, I mean. I wanted at some point that my head to ISIS will not block my eyes and make me write something just to be against ISIS. No, I was trying to find the truth. That's why I was wandering the streets, going to the mosques, talking to the people, trying to collect the accurate information because I wanted to, to witness it myself.
0: So you embedded yourself amongst the yeah. day-to-day living of everyone. Yeah. And what kind of things, I mean, for those who may not have been following your blog, what kind of things would you post about?
1: It has different levels about the daily life, how the people are living, The crimes of ISIS, what ISIS have done to the people, the crimes that were committed by ISIS, uh, the names of the victims, um, the airstrikes, uh, the names of the ISIS fighters who were killed or whom I recognized them, identified them, something about the social change in the city, what happened. Simply documenting everything related to the city.
0: Given, like you said, ISIS had arrived with very sophisticated tools, both online and in terms of military tools, were they not able to track you down? I mean, using an IP address, using any kind of means to 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 find you?
1: Well, it was possible, of course. But I developed myself to deal with this. From time to time, I close or stop using the Facebook online or the internet in general I also was misleading them or an example of this if you read some of my posts you will feel like I am a Christian so there is no Christian in the city I just was confused sometimes I speak like a very old man sometimes I am a woman speaking so i confused them it was also dangerous so risky to use the internet every day so i had two laptops one is used for muscle eye and the other one was the clean one which was always offline because if i come to my house to search if i say i don't have laptop it means that no he's the guy so I put this clean laptop on my desk. So if they come, yes, you can check, of course. Okay. It's always offline. Also, I used to get connected to the Internet through a friend of mine. Because at that time, well, ISIS didn't cut the Internet, but what they did. If you want the Internet, you have to fill out the application. And this application contains all your information with the ID card, with the um, address of your house, all the information, and with the passwords of your social media accounts like and the email. So if I, <laughs> I would never do this. So I asked my friend, he had uh, an internet shop, to give me internet without this. It was also risky for him, but he did.
0: Were you receiving any threats on your blog? Many
1: threats. Okay. In one of the threats, they said they mentioned the Jordanian pilot who was burned alive. They said, you will wish to die like him, but we will not give it to you. We'll kill you thousands of times.
0: And you left not just with a bag. You left with a bag filled with, I mean, your, the yeah. notes you've been taking and also your hard drive. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct.
0: Uh, How are you able to smuggle that out?
1: Well, when I decided to leave, I didn't thought like, I'm going to survive. So I didn't care, actually. Well, let me take it with me. Even though there is a copy, I didn't take everything with me. I mean, I left a copy with a protected, in a safe place. Because, I mean, I didn't do all of this to lose it, but to be published one day. I was afraid of getting caught inside Mosul. I told myself, I don't mind if I get killed or arrested outside Mosul. It will be more easier for my family. But I managed, I mean I succeeded, I reached the borders. um,
0: You're here today. (laughs) Yeah. It's very brave of you. (laughs) Thank you. Did your family know that you were leaving or did you just do it in a very conspicuous way?
1: Um, It was only my mother, they were sleeping 6 a.m. when I left. I just came to my mother and said mom I'm leaving she She just woke up like what? I said mom I'm leaving I even didn't turn around to look at her when I was walking the car was waiting me in the street I said goodbye mom I'm leaving but after two or three days I managed to call them to contact them to tell them I'm safe yeah I still didn't see any one of them.
0: You think you'll go back to Mosul soon?
1: I hope. I hope I can go back. And I, ha- I hope I can go back now, but not yet. Not yet. It will take some time.
0: Omar, thank you very much for sharing your story with us.
1: Thank you.